This is a HeadGum Podcast. I'm so fucking full right now. I'm so full. You know when you like get really excited about going out to eat and then you have to wait 40 minutes because it's a pop in place for brunch. Yeah. And then you eat your little heart out and now you're sleepy. Feeling that right now. Although I gotta say it was a vegan cafe and so I don't know why I just feel like I'm not as like upsettedly overfilled. I don't feel disgusting. I just feel sleepy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel gross, which is a nice change of pace. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I can still overdo anything, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) This is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Chris. I'm Rachel, and we're honestly just too full to have any more coffee. Yeah, there is no coffee with this Rachel today. They had bottomless coffee at Wayward Cafe, so we had, I don't know, like three cups maybe? Oh, I definitely had like three or four cups. It was a lot. Yeah, I feel like I've had a lot of caffeine the last couple days. Mm Mm-hmm. We've been fucking busy getting up early and everything, so I've been needing it, you know? Yeah, I still have a coffee fact for us today. Oh, cool, good. Yeah, so, I mean, it's more of a caffeine fact, but it goes along with it. Well, I guess caffeine is in coffee, you know? Yes, so the human body can absorb 300 to 310 milligrams of caffeine at any point, and to put that in comparison, an espresso shot is 100 milligrams. Okay. And so then it says additional amounts are released and provide no additional stimulation. So how much can you do? 300 to 310 milligrams at like a moment. I honestly, all right, so I guess if you're So if you got like a quad latte, that would be more. But it's saying that like if you have more than that, then it just does not absorb and it's just like released out of you. So four shots basically is my max or three? Three is really your max. Well, I only do four because of the flavor and... You know, they, they're going to throw away that shot because yeah. it pours out two at a time. Yep. And then it says that the human body dissipates 20% of that per hour. It's crazy that, like, it doesn't continue. It just, like, stops. Yeah, that's wild. Because I feel over-caffeinated at Yeah, I get, like, shaky and stuff. But maybe it's honestly, like, reaching that 300 limit that you might get, the, like, that shaky Yeah, but over- I drink lattes. I don't know. Maybe because it's diluted? Who knows if Starbucks espresso shots are, you know, the full caffeine. Who knows? Like I don't know. Either way, that yeah. could be... Honestly, I feel, you know, good about it. <laughs> now I know. I feel better knowing that it's not, like, just continually absorbing into me. Well, honestly, since we've been drinking, like, soy milk and everything at Starbucks and other cafes, I don't really want to have more than just, like, a 12-ounce. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, I had a lot of trouble... Drinking a grande with just regular milk in it, but a soy, I can just destroy that so quickly. I don't know what it is. It just yeah. doesn't make me feel heavy or anything. But I still have been getting like a smaller latte just yeah. because it's Just to sweeter. control. <laughs> and the only thing I feel like I can get a big size of anymore is like cold brew. Yeah. Because I just drink that black. Like I had that the other day, even though my hand was so cold. Because <laughs> I had to walk home and it's like a good like 25 minute walk from where i was and it's chilly and i like one hand i was like talking to brie on the phone and my other Both hand your had fingers are gonna be frozen i was very cold it wasn't even that cold outside but it was enough you know yeah i finally been able to wear my scarves again and like it's my just good a, jacket a good time for weather yeah and i'm enjoying it so we got a lot of things to talk about today but before we do just two things first is that we've got the gift exchange that's going on the signups are now yeah so i wanted to shout that out again it ends the signups close at the end of the 11th 
midnight on the 11th of November Pac- of November Pacific time. Yeah. So make sure you go sign up. We've got over 300 people that have signed up now for it. So that's really exciting. So cool. We have to sign up ourselves, I guess. I put us in first to like test oh. the form and make sure it worked out okay. So yeah. we're already in there. And I'm willing to ship internationally. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I marked us as that. Yeah. But, cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So all of the information on that is on coffeeofcreature.net. There's a whole page on there called Gift Exchange. You can get all the info you need on there. I'm so excited. I think it's going to be really cool and it's fun. It's going to be so fun. Everybody's just going to be seeing things. You know, we'll have a thread in our Reddit to share pictures or whatever of what you got in. Yeah. It'll be really fun. And we can probably talk about some of the things that we see that you guys have shared, you know, yeah. via the podcast. So hopefully you guys will hear about that. And if you're wondering, it's a $20 maximum on the gift. So if you're like a little crunch for money, you know, we're, we're keeping it a lower number so we can all as many people can participate in this yeah exactly so hopefully you guys enjoy that i'm excited for it yeah the holidays are like coming uh, coming up you know yeah, what i mean really like are like we're pretty busy for the first half of november and so like it's just gonna fly by and then it's gonna be thanksgiving it's gonna be like what the fuck no it's crazy i mean i love this time of year and i'm just enjoying it so much but like I always hate it when it goes so fast because I look forward to this time of year that's probably why year. it goes so fast i, know, I hate it but i love it you hate it, but you love it. November, am I right? And then the only other thing I wanted to say is that this is going to be the last podcast before we vote in America. Yeah, so this is the last show before the election, November 8th. It is Tuesday. Unless you're Trump supporters, November 28th. Yep, you know? that's still in play. Um, <laughs> so this is just our last final cry to please vote. Please vote. And please vote in a way that uh won't destroy the the world world which we will actually get into a little bit more later but oh yeah this is a climate change episode guys there's more things than just the presidency that are being voted on supreme court supreme court the entire right over all of my body yeah that's (laughs) a big thing also pence wants conversion therapy you know there's just a whole bunch of different things within certain states that are being voted on, too. Like, I know we had a thing about minimum wage here that we yeah. were voting on. And honestly, there was a little thing on our ballot. We did early voting. It was about did... gender neutral. Yeah, we was... talked about that in the sexuality episode, I believe. Oh, yeah. Changing the uh, wording in the Seattle Charter to be gender neutral. Like, duh. Why that's not? It's just, like, cool things like that. So, you know, it's not just the presidency, but that's obviously very important. Yeah, and, like, if you don't, you know... I don't know. Just please vote. Just please vote. Of course, if you can. Like, if you're 18 and up. Millennials are statistically more lazy about getting out to the polls. I also read something that Democrats are supposedly... Democrats are supposedly less likely to go to the polls. So please, Democrats, go vote. Get out there. Please. Yeah. So actually, something along the lines of that I wanted to talk about before we get into our big topics. Yeah. Is, so there was a little bit of voter suppression happening. Wow, who is shocked? Um, and so basically Trump supporters on Twitter were posting all of these things that were supposed to mislead Democrats into thinking that they could sign up and vote online, like through a tweet, you know what I mean? (laughs) You know, like just tweeting using a certain hashtag and that's like a vote for Hillary. And it's supposed to just like, you know, make people think like they, they voted. And it's like, it's just amazing how many crazy lengths 
these crazy people with Pepe fucking emoji <laughs> icons, you know what I mean? Like, it's all the Pepes on Twitter. And it's like, how crazy do they need to go to get people to vote for this terrible human? It's like, oh, you know, if only white men could vote, then we win this. It's like, that's saying something about yeah. what's happening, you know? So, I mean, you know, Donald Trump did get something right that the... The election is rigged, but it's his supporters that are trying to rig They're the trying. election. They're the ones that are showing up, like, to the fucking polls and annoying everybody. I yeah, mean, not trying annoying. to intimidate. Like, just being intimidating, like, yeah. yeah. And, like, did you see, um, so it was all over the news the other day that, like, there was someone trying to attack Trump at a rally or something and he got pulled off stage by Secret Service. Did yeah. you see that? Well, it wasn't like he was going to be attacked. There was one fucking guy in the audience and he held up simply held up a sign that said republicans against trump and he got attacked started getting like the shit beaten out of him and people were like he's got a gun and like all the shit and that's why it happened jesus christ like this and that's not what that's not what you're hearing about though you're hearing that like someone tried to attack trump like yeah, what the it was fuck? his rowdy ass fucking followers this that made that whole crazy group happen. built on hate. It's just so fucking much. I can't wait for this election to go over. I feel like I'm gonna have so many bad skin side effects to this whole thing. Honestly, like, like I'm really fucking nervous right now, but I'm also very excited. For I'm excited it for it to over. be fucking done. I just yeah, I'm too anxious about it. Honestly. Oh fuck. So moving on to something a little bit lighter, maybe. Yeah. So uh, just a couple of. Harry Potter related things. Yeah, we had some Harry Potter epiphanies. Yeah, first is HPEs, that if you will. We all know Lila is Hedwig. Like, there's no doubt about it. She's a fluffy white ball of goodness. Whereas Squeezy, we recently realized he's a hippogriff. Yes. Because Squeezy, you know, you can't just like walk up to him and start petting him. He doesn't like that. You know, you need to. Give him your hand, let him sniff, and then he will decide if he wants you to come in and pet There's, him. like, that judgment that he needs to do. And yeah. he needs to see if, like, you're an honorable person exactly. to fuck with. And that's the vibe I get from the old hippogriffs, you know? The old Buckbeak. <laughs> I feel like we could recast Buckbeak as Squeezy. Yeah, Squawk Squeak. <laughs> oh, oh, Squeezy. Yeah, and Lila oh. is Hedwig. But speaking of Hedwig, so something that I wanted to talk about is, I don't know, it might piss people off, so hopefully it doesn't. Um, but I didn't read Cursed Child. Because you're going to read that when you're done. Yeah, but I did, before I started reading the Harry Potter series, just because I was so curious as to what they were doing in Cursed Child, because I just wanted to know, yeah. I read, like, a synopsis of it. And so I... Did... And I mean, I obviously told you shit, because you hadn't started reading it yet, so yeah. I didn't think you were going to be, but... So one of the things in Cursed Child that people were upset about is the fact that like harry is not a good dad yeah which i know you talked about like you think it makes sense just because like he didn't have parents and like yeah and i mean honestly i don't expect harry to be just like the perfect he always he's very self-centered if i'm being he he gets very he's very snippy and he's very like snippy like it's true he's got a lot of jabs back at draco and stuff which i mean draco deserves it but like you know he's kind of like his dad in a little bit of ways like i know he didn't like have his dad around for very long but like you but know, then his caretakers were like toxic ass people yeah and yeah and like you got the whole like snape never got that nurturing yeah and so everybody's like surprised or mad that harry wasn't a good father i feel like it makes sense he just doesn't he doesn't know what to like 
draw from. Yeah, but then... Uh, what, what I made my own conclusion is, like, just the way he treats his pet, Hedwig. Yeah. It's like, honestly, him and Ron are total flops when it comes to pet parenting. Like, I really just do not understand why they I mean, I think Ron pets. was good with scabbers, like... Yeah, but way. he was always like, wow, I have this fucking rat. Like, my life sucks. <laughs> and now he's got the world's cutest little chipperino owl. And he's like, oh my god, this owl's so fucking annoying. Like, <laughs> it's so So rude. mad that Pig never made it into and the And yeah, Harry movie. just, like, doesn't give a shit about Hedwig probably until she he's dies, always right? just like oh yeah I guess I should go up to the Owlery and hang out with Hedwig for a little bit or like oh yeah I guess Hedwig isn't here wow that's kind of weird I didn't notice <laughs> you know what I mean like it's just a little like that's just some my little comment on anything I don't mm-hmm. know so yeah that's just what's going on in the Harry Potter world you're still on a yeah. Goblet of Fire I'm still getting along with that yeah and then uh, you wanted to bring up something about Blue Apron oh so I read this really interesting article about Blue Apron and it's if you don't know what Blue Apron is it's one of those meal um, delivery services yeah 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 so we haven't tried that one yeah and I read an article now I feel like this would not happen to us because if they had like a vegetarian option that's probably what we would have chosen oh yeah, yeah but they're like getting all sorts of shit because like people are getting like it just comes really shittily and the produce could be like rotten half the oh, time my God. people were having like chicken juice from raw chicken like in their peppers and just wow. like contamination and all that kind of shit and so i just thought it was interesting because i had never really heard anything about them besides good things actually yeah we did hello fresh and we had an ad with them and but we did a vegetarian thing yeah, so we it's did like ve- yeah and I'm, but i mean the produce that came with it was it was fine I yeah think. everything yeah. kept everything looked really nice i was impressed but yeah. like a lot of these companies like they 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 make a lot of waste which yeah. is, you know, on topic for today. Yeah, that's and like, true. I don't know if Blue Apron does or not. I haven't gotten it yet, so I wouldn't know if it came in, like, plastic and stuff. No, but if a- it does, then it's, like, I hate it when you see, like, these brands that are, like, trying to promote that they're, like, healthy and fresh and organic, and then everything comes in plastic. One-use plastic, yeah. It's like, wow, that's just totally stabbing your whole message in the foot there, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, yeah, why don't we just get into it? We Let's wanted talk to about talk about climate change because we just recently watched uh, Before the Flood, yeah. which was Leo's documentary, not, I, what did I say last time, Johnny Depp. Yeah. <laughs> God. That would not be something <laughs> I'd watch. So that was a Nat Geo documentary. I don't know if it's still free or not. It was on their YouTube channel, but I don't know if it's still. It was like everywhere, too. They had it literally embedded on Twitter. You could yeah, watch a I don't full know. hour on Twitter. If you go to Rachel's Twitter, Rachel Whitehurst, <laughs> then uh, it might still be there. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully But you should definitely watch that because it was very detailed. Um, besides the fact that it gave too much about Leo working on the fucking It was literally movie. like Revenant Part 2. <laughs> Revenant, the director's commentary. <laughs> Honestly, it really was. But it was really like, it just it's just one of those documentaries that's like, it's proving to you how rigged everything is. Half of the people that are saying that climate change is a hoax that are like in Senate, it's because they're getting funded by like Exxon yeah. and Shell. And it's just so fucking disgusting. I feel like that's a good one, like to watch an inconvenient truth for like, you know, the TED Talk style, like here's all the graphs and the data and the stuff like that. That was a good one. But then his is like, going out to different places and going to different countries and stuff to like the one that was the most jarring was the the big pipe or whatever not the pipe it was like a hose 
that was supposed to be like several feet deep into ice. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And so it was just Is like that the flat. Arctic, I believe. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, and it was just like flat on the bed of ice. And he was like, "What's this?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, that was actually like going straight up and down, like deep in ice. And if you measure, if you like pull this hose all the way out and you draw it all out." That's, That's exactly how deep it was, like how much deepness of how ice. much ice was gone, and it yeah. was like very intense. It was jarring. I thought my the most interesting part to me was when he went to India. Yeah, I was just gonna say that was like the most interesting part. Um, so he's like talking to this woman in India about doing, you know, uh, solar panels and stuff yeah. like that. And she basically just fucking drags him because she said, and I didn't know this about India, but it was like 700 million or some really, really large chunk of India goes without having any energy at all. Yeah. And so she was basically like, how do you fucking expect the country of India to have like all this expensive ass, you know, alternative energy when they don't even have energy in most of the places? Yeah. And it's like, why doesn't America do this when you guys aren't suffering like this? And yeah, you were rich as fucking. And like we do, we have the fucking money. Like what is it? Sweden and Germany went all solar. There's a couple different. I know there's a. I feel like there's a country in South America that is also done it where there's a couple countries that have and they gone, survive off wind and solar yeah like some of them are only just doing it for like a couple days at a time because you know they're still building up stuff but it's but like even having like full dedicated days yeah germany is definitely a big one mm-hmm. and, and i feel Sweden. like the scandinavian uh, countries are also really good on the um renewable and energy. they can do it for 24 hours which i thought In was days and days yeah oh fuck i forget which one it's Iceland or yeah it might have been Iceland or something that's like they plan to be the first or it might have been Sweden that said they're going to be the first solely renewable energy by like 2020 or something and like like we we definitely can do that it would just require us to actually give a fuck yeah Um, and that would be really cool because I would love to know that like all of my energy was coming from wind or solar or water even like like the fact that China China was like probably one of the worst yeah. If, if not just behind us for carbon dioxide emissions because they were like a 70% coal country, mm-hmm. which is just like the worst. So and, coal is the worst for you. And it's dangerous yeah, that's as a why, profession. Like, I feel so bad for everyone that does that. Like, yeah. And so now like China passed a whole new thing where they're going to be like reversing all this, reversing all their industries to like use more renewable energies. And like in the Chinese culture, it's like when they like set up these like new regulations and goals that they're going to meet like they do quick turnaround on that stuff like really like they immediately start getting like into they it. really start getting into it and they don't just like fuck around like they'll probably actually meet their goals that's cool because like that's just the way that the culture is over there once they set those goals like they just work towards it immediately just start doing it like start flipping and then it was indonesia that has all the palm oil plantations where they're ripping apart the forest and palm oil is so terrible for you and it's in literally everything it's like one of those disgusting preservatives that's just in fucking everything like corn you know yeah that's why i liked that documentary because it obviously talks about like cars and planes it also talked about the meat and dairy industry just a little bit it wasn't like cowspiracy or like food ink level yeah 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 but But they touch on it enough to just show you like how how much you can do by literally just not eating meat or dairy like a few like, times a week. Even if you just cut beef, like and it just would be beef. great. Obviously, veganism is probably like the best way to reduce your carbon Waste. footprint in like the food world. But like 
just cutting beef because would be a huge benefit. Just the shit that it takes for them to feed the cows takes up so much energy. Water and energy. Yeah, yeah. water. Like, you save so much water just from cutting out beef. Yeah. Like, I feel really good right now in my choices. And I also love that I'm saying big fuck you to the soda industry every fucking day. Yeah. I love that, personally. Like... Honestly, just buying foods, like, just fresh foods and, like, things that are as less preservative-y as possible. You know, like, all all the processing and stuff that goes into food that's, like, the more you eat fresh, the better it is environmentally along the production line as well oh god it just and i i guess the most frustrating part is when you're seeing all like the politicians or the people on like fox news in the documentary and like just online in normal day life just saying how it's like not true and it's like so frustrating because i think it was like what like 98 percent of scientists believe that it's true and that's like an unprecedented statistic there have been, like, since, like, probably the 70s or 80s, which modern meteorology Oh, stuff, yeah, and it goes through the history, too. It shows you how long we've been fucking ignoring all this shit. Like, the modern study of meteorology was in the, about the 1940s during World War II is when it started. So, like, we're new to, like, all this stuff. But since, like, the 1980s, 1970s, we've been putting out reports, like, international reports saying that we need to be doing something about this. Because it's happening, and as time has gone on, it's now at, like, 98%. And that's literally, like, unheard of in the scientific community for 98% of scientists to To agree agree. on something. Because, I mean, that's the cool thing about science is that there's difference of opinions, and you get to test, and, like... There's always a new, like, question to be raised. Yeah, but, like, just having that big of a consensus is crazy. And then you have people like Donald Trump who are just... Basically building a career on the, why should we believe these specialists or these scientists? I'm like, we hear reports every day that this does this and this does that. And like, you know, I'm just going to ignore all that. I just want to eat my beef and fuck around. Like, Like, that's, no. These people. They just care about making money right now. Obviously, like, this whole thing is because of money. Like, the meat and dairy industry forces people to do this. Like, it's like they're literally buying people's opinions. Same with the oil companies. Same with the coal companies. It's it's an entire thing based off of money. But money, where's that going when the earth turns to dust, bitch? Yeah, exactly. I, I know, like, it obviously... These are like the biggest conglomerates yeah. and the scariest ones. Mm-hmm. Like the the soda companies are also, I would put them up there. And I'm sure it takes a lot to produce soda too. But literally, the just the fact that these companies can literally buy almost like health rights, like they literally they the the, the stuff that they're I'm buying. Getting behind. like tongue tied because I just get so fucking annoyed. The way that they make it seem like sugar isn't that bad for you, and they buy out people saying that so that. It just makes everybody continue to buy these harmful things and they think it's really not that unhealthy. Like, the fact that that can fucking happen is so fucking disgusting. They can buy their way through politics to enable the rules and regulations to, like, build these food deserts where only their types of shitty processed foods are available to so many people. And that, like, that just leads to, like, you know... We always talk about how, as individual people, there's things that we can be doing to help the environment. And, yeah, I want to talk about those things because, obviously, duh, whatever I can do to help. Yeah. But, like, so much of it is, like, out of our hands completely. Unless we vote. Yeah, unless we vote. And also, like, if you actually, like, can in your life 
putting your money to people and companies that are more like that are not contributing to this bullshit yeah exactly and so like but even like doing that like it works to a point, but it's just like these people need to actually grow a conscience, and it's like there's, <laughs> there's nothing that like we can do except for like you know continually just be saying like this is shitty. We want people to be caring about the environment, and yes, you can't ignore it either because it's literally it. everywhere. Like just that one statistic that you read a couple episodes ago about how fifty percent of the wildlife since what year was it like 1960 or something yeah, i think it was 1970 how does that not drive you insane just because knowing that we're we, we, that's so recent in our time i mean i don't care if you believe in like evolution or not it's still recent up to jesus's fucking time period right yeah it's still recent if you compare it <sighs> it's just insane to me and, and the, I think the, one of the things that people, besides the fact that, like, yes, we have to make changes in our day-to-day lives. Like, that's just something where, like, Americans are so fucking stubborn. that like, They're like, I just want to do whatever I want. If I'm going to spend my hard-earned money freedom, on something that kills all of us combined, then I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, no. It's, I think being environmentally friendly is one of the most compassionate ways that you can show other people that you care. Because it's like, yes, I also want to help because I don't want to die in like this horrible, dusty but death. But you give about the human population as a whole. Yeah, and humanity. just like the fact that we are so recent to this planet. Yeah. And we came in... And while we, you know, are, have made civilizations and increasing technology and we're able to fight diseases and certain things, like we've advanced so many things, but at the yeah. same time, we are just sucking the life out of this planet like, as well. And all for the sake of soda and beef. Like, can we not? Like, literally, can we not? People <laughs> also, like, don't want to fucking do it because, like, yes, it will cost us money. Of it, like, unfortunately, I would gladly pay more in taxes to know that I wasn't gonna going to turn into Interstellar. It's to cost money. And that's just the fucking, well, you know, I'd rather spend a little bit more money than fucking die on a planet that's burning in, like, lava but and But at fire, the same rate, know? I could spend my money that I'm not spending on soda, beef, dairy, etc. Yeah. On having my taxes raised so that we get solar panels and more wind energy and anything better than fossil fuels. Like, come on. And that's one of the things that fucking Leo touched on was the fact that, like, there's a proposed carbon tax, which I think is fucking brilliant. Yeah, I'm all for that. Which, like, people just think, like, oh my god, a new tax. But he explained it. It's like, this literally won't change, like, you know, how much tax you pay in your life because it's going to level out with the fact that, the income tax or other taxes are going to be lowered because because right. it's like adding this tax isn't about the money. People hear the word tax and they're immediately like, fuck. Yeah, it's not about the money. It's just about the putting a reprimand on a bad action. So you yeah. stop that action. And like one of them I know was flights. Yeah. And flights are already expensive. So honestly, I don't really care. And you know what? Like it is fucking terrible for the environment and like i get it we have to go places but Mm -hmm. like honestly i don't expect it to be cheap like it sucks but you know it is what it is bitch i don't know (laughs) (laughs) like i would not mind i i love that we tax the shit out of cigarettes too yeah like i I love that keep doing it we've fixed something like this before when the ozone layer was depleting like we changed it we passed laws we got rid rid of the hydrofluorocarbons or whatever the fuck they're called and yeah. like now the ozone hole re- like repaired it's being itself repaired. like 
we did it. We fucking fixed a problem that was in the environment. We can do it. We can actually fix this shit if we just all came together. And, like, I studied meteorology in college. I've literally seen the data. Like, I've actually seen it, and I've studied it, and it's a consensus, and we all know it's real. It's not fake, and it's not a conspiracy from China. Thank you, Trump. Yeah. Like, it's... A legitimate thing, and it's the number one. I get passionate. It's the number no, one I know. issue. I don't blame you in the world because if we don't fix this problem first, everything else is meaningless because we're all gonna die. And yeah. that's not to scare everybody, but it's like we need a little bit of like a fear push here because we need to make changes, and it has to happen like now. Yeah, yesterday. It needs last to happen year. like last decade, to be honest. But like we can still do things if we really push now. I know. And, like, that's why, you know, voting Donald Trump in, which, you know... Would also vote shitty people into Senate as well. Yeah. That are not going to make changes about climate change, women's health. I mean, so many things. Don't even get me fucking started. Like, you know, for the past couple of presidents that we've had, you know, they haven't... When they run their second term, they haven't been, like, run out by the person running against the incumbent. So, like, if we had Donald Trump, let's just say, unless he did something really horrible, which, I mean, he still is doing horrible things, but if he was in there for, say, eight years in office, like, honestly, that is... That is enough time for us to actually really destroy the planet. Like, this this election could be it's the deciding factor between destroying our planet or not. Because with Hillary Clinton in office, we'll have a much better chance of passing initiatives to make this change. Yeah. Regardless of how you feel about her, at least she's not denying that this is happening. Yeah. Like, and it's it literally is, like, the number one most important thing that's happening in the world. Because it is the world. It's literally the it's world. Literally it's literally... It's literally... Literally? The little... Crusader? Yeah. Little, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, clearly... So, let's just, like, flashback to, like, 2011 when people are like, Chris is so shy he doesn't speak. Just get him talking about climate change, yeah, bitch. Yeah, really? You're good. Get me there. <laughs> so, let's just talk about some things that maybe, you know, you can do in your day-to-day life. To, like, make things better. So, obviously, making better choices in when it comes to what you're eating is, like, the number one thing I think that's easy. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, we can't ask everybody to, like, cut out all of these foods because no. it depends on where you live and totally get that. Totally. And but, you're, you're fucking, each person is so different, like, what you need health-wise. So, yeah. like, we can never tell you, like, what to eat, what not to eat. But as a whole, If you can meat, cut back... Meat and dairy, cutting back on those are the most beneficial things. Just even a few times a week yeah, is literally enough to help. Um, also, just cutting back on the amount of waste that you produce. Single-use plastics and stuff like I that. I think plastic is... I, I was watching like a video the other day and it pissed me off so much because this person was just talking about how like they don't like the taste of like water that's from the tap and so now they exclusively buy like only bottled water and And i was just like get a brita like it's not even just first of all you would save so much money like unless you're like like, in flint michigan where the water is like lead ridden and you don't want to drink that yeah no that's understandable but if you live in like la i don't know (laughs) there's not even water to drink right no (laughs) just get a brita like you would save so much money. I feel like you kind of have to preface that to people too. Like it's yeah. also going to help you save money. Like it's stupid to buy bottled water. The only time you got to buy bottled water is if you forgot your refillable one and you're at an airport. Yeah. I feel like, or if you're going to like 
If you need water, you're having for like a heat stroke and you literally can't get anything. You know what I mean? Obviously, your body needs water. If you need it, you need it. But like, but like, get into the habit. I mean, I'm in such a habit now, and I never used to be that person that had like a water bottle with them all the time that you could refill. Mm-hmm. And now I am that person, and I feel like it really helps because one, I drink a lot more water, and two, I'm not killing everything. Yeah, we use reusable most things. Like, ugh. we have straws. That are yeah, reusable. reusable straws and uh, they're like stainless like, steel. I'm trying to think of other things like we got food containers and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I just we I mean we cook a lot of our own food too, so we're not getting like the takeout, which is like the trash as well. And like when I go to the grocery store, I don't buy a lot of things that are already like cut up and like in plastic containers because that's just bullshit. Unless you're gonna reuse them. Yeah. Like we have a lot of random containers from like when we got like pho or other random shit out. Yeah. And we use them for other things, which is good. Always repurpose stuff. That's another thing too. Like just trying to get in the habit of like finding more uses for things that you're gonna throw away or giving them yeah. away to people or donating. Like don't just th- dump out all your makeup. Like maybe donate it to a women's shelter. Yeah. That'd be pretty sweet. You know, at least people are getting more uses out of it. Small things like I know we've said this before, but we have a Swiffer and instead of just buying the disposable dry cloths, now we buy microfiber ones that are specifically made for that. So that way you just wash it and then reuse and little things like I that build up. Our next move for that should be to just like almost make a solution to clean the floor so that we can stop buying the wet ones as well. Yeah, I definitely like getting back into classic mopping instead of... Classic mop. Getting back into classic mopping. Yeah. Please make that the title of this. <laughs> But I I don't know, man. I just think there's, like, so many things that we can do. And if you live in a city or anywhere that has, like, any of the car sharing options that exist. Or bike sharing. Or bike sharing, things like that. Public transportation in general. I don't know. Just, like, not owning a car. Yeah. Would be cool. I mean, I'm glad that I never learned how to drive, so I just literally can't. She can't own a car. She's not doing it. And if I wanted to own a car, like, let's say I had money, of course I would get something that was electric. I'd get a Tesla anyway, but, like, you know what I'm saying. I just would feel really good about it. Cutting down on electricity usage, too. I know that's a really hard one. Yeah. I mean, we have um, a tiny apartment, so I don't know. The best option is for us to switch you know to the renewable energy so that way our electric can be just clean and then that's cool yeah you know there was a building here that we almost moved into that was like an a totally green building like there's a some fucking like service company whatever that rates buildings on like like a bronze gold silver kind of like rating for greenness yeah like like, environmental friendliness being like whatever it was like platinum it was like whatever the top is you know because there was like a runoff thing on the roof that used the seattle rain to like run stuff yeah so that's pretty lit um we didn't move there because it was We are lucky. <laughs> I'd like to. <laughs> we are really lucky that we live in such an environmentally friendly city. A lot of restaurants you use compostable like packages and, and packaging. Yeah, and like pretty much every single restaurant you go to has a trash recycle in a compost bin. Yeah, when we know? first moved here, we were like, "Damn, we've got so many options. I don't know where to put this straw paper." Even things <laughs> I just something put it in like, my wallet. <laughs> Using a reusable grocery bag instead of getting plastic bags, which are still prevalent in and most And, like, places. trying to tell your fucking state to, like, get rid of plastic. Because I know it's been passed in Hawaii. I know it's been passed in Here. California and Washington. And I love that, like, I don't see plastic bags floating around in the air like Katy Perry yeah. 
Yes, yeah, exactly. Like, honestly, Katy Perry is the reason the Earth is disintegrating. No, just kidding. <laughs> it's a total joke. Please do not tweet her. Oh, um, fuck. But yeah, no. There's so many things that you can do, and I just want everyone to take it seriously. And if you're younger than us, and you're too young to vote, then like volunteering, just fucking educating other people about it, and just getting the word out there that it's not fucking bullshit. Just talking about it. All you youngins that love science, get in it. Please get in it. I'm still sad to this day that you know my current job is not in the science field because that's where I feel like you'll do environmental stuff later. Once I really like, I know once I have my shit together, (laughs) then like I'm gonna be really into like the environmental stuff. But yeah, I feel that. Well, I guess we should probably get into some questions. So before we do that, let's talk about today's episode sponsor. So the holidays are coming up. So what's a better thing to get yourself? Then some sex toys, am I right? You know, Black That's, Friday? Yeah. You don't even need Black Friday to get a deal because we have a fucking coupon, as per usual. Yeah, so uh, the uh, good people at Adam and Eve are helping us out, and they've provided you guys with a great deal. But uh, what is Adam and Eve? They are a, you know, sex toy website that's really discreet. And they have everything from sex toys and vibrators to lingerie to, I think, adult DVDs. Yeah, they, all sorts everything of in the field that you could be looking for, they've got it. Honestly, if someone gave me a vibrator for any holiday, that would be amazing. Yeah. I would just be so excited about that. Yeah, for you, if you want to treat yourself this holiday, or for, you know, your significant other, or your friend. Honestly, your friend, I'd buy yeah. me a vibrator. Are yeah. you kidding? Oh my god, <laughs> what, like a, what a nice way to show appreciation for a friendship, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, right? So, if you want to get in on that, we've got a deal for you guys. If you oh, go yeah. to uh, adamandeve.com for a limited time, you'll get 50% off just about any item on the store. Uh, but that's not the only thing that you get. You get the 50% off. You get three free adult DVDs. You get a free mystery gift. Still don't know what the mystery is. Someone it's a mystery. Someone needs to let us know on the intrigue there. <laughs> yes. Anybody that's used this, let us know what the mystery is. And I love then, when people tell me that they've been using it and they're yeah. like really excited. Because like, honestly, vibrators are so expensive, so getting a discount is like the tits. Yeah. And then the last thing that you get is free shipping. So all of that, again, is 50% off of an item. Then you get three free adult DVDs, a free mystery gift, and free shipping, which is just like a crazy amount of free shit. Yeah. It's so much. So, so that's code CWC, right? Yeah, that's adamandeve.com and using code CWC. All right, yeah, let's do some questions. We asked for some topical questions, but you know, they don't all have to be. So yeah, we're first... not all just little climates. <laughs> First one's from Patreon. That's patreon.com slash coffeewithcreatural if you want to learn how to sports show and get first question access binge show privilege. Dibberinos. Yeah. Uh, this question's from Ilka, who said, who's always using those silk pillowcases, you know? Yeah, you're not <laughs> wrong. Uh, this has more to do with protecting the environment in general rather than climate change, but do you know of any ways to safely dispose of makeup that you used up, stuff like mascara, concealer, tubes, foundation, etc., in a way that's environmentally friendly? Yeah, that's something that I feel like I need to do more research about. Yeah, honestly, I didn't... Like, that's another realm I gotta, like, do some Especially nail on. polish. Yeah, because nail polish is, like, full of shit. Yeah, unless you buy, like, certain brands. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I do need to do more research before I feel comfortable, like, answering that, because I don't know what I'm really doing, but I would say, like, the number one thing you could do is, like, hand it off to a friend, slash, donate it to a shelter, etc. Yeah. That'd be a good way to get rid of stuff. Um, but I'll, I'll work on that this <laughs> week and I will get back to you in the next episode about a good way to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And then this question is from my Instagram. Ma. <laughs> uh, so they asked, are you guys taught about global warming in schools in the U S 
it baffles me to know, or it baffles me how in the U.S. people don't believe in climate change, whereas here it's acknowledged as reality. Well, I'd like to know where you live. It's pretty much just anywhere else in the world besides America, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were taught about it. I know. We were taught about it, I'm but... thinking before college. Yeah. Like, you know. We were mostly taught about the ozone layer, you're right, because that was, like, a huge thing, and everyone was talking about hairspray. Yeah. Because that was the thing that was fucking So, like, up. we talked about the fact that, like, global warming... Is like a theory that's out there that this is happening, you know, and it's like part of the byproduct of the industrial revolution, right. basically. So, like, reading 1984. But you know, the American school system is currently trying to fight in some places for the right to uh, teach creationism. So, you so know, it's I don't not really everywhere. have, I don't have faith in it. We also don't learn anything about sex or anything. So, I have, or about real American history that's not yeah. whitewashed as fuck and totally like mm. not even true. Like Christopher Columbus was a great dude. Yeah, excuse right. me. That's Let's why not forget. A, Mount Rushmore isn't built on like a fucking Indian burial place. That's like a sacred place. You think Mount Rushmore is just some fun rocks? Uh, it's not. I would never go there, by the way. I feel like you go to hell when you visit that place. Unless you were there on a school honestly, trip and you were forced, okay? There's nothing else, like, within a, like, 500-mile radius of that that I'm interested in, so I'm okay without seeing those rocks. If I want to see some cool rocks, I'll go to the Grand Canyon, I think. Yeah, they just happen <laughs> to be there, you know? They're just see, natural. I'll go to, like, a Crystal Caves kind of situation. Okay, I've got the next question here. Uh, do you think that in our lifetime we will see a day when all people understand the way that we negatively in fact impact our planet and strive for a more sustainable lifestyle? I feel like something happened. All right, so honestly, I low-key, this is not meant to be like the real negative thing that no, I feel. No, but I feel like I know what you're going to say and I agree. Okay, so I feel like they're going to literally wait until this Earth is literally a pile of dust and we're all on Mars and then they're going to be like, let's not pull an Earth. And let's keep Mars Mars. Yeah. Let's make Mars great again. Like, That's what I think will happen. <laughs> um, I love this movie because I'm a fucking weather nerd, but also it's a fucking great parallel now. The day after tomorrow with Jake Gyllenhaal and Dennis Quaid. That's the <laughs> have I seen that movie? I don't know if you have, but like it's honestly the perfect metaphor of what's happening right now, what I think will happen, where the Earth starts getting real fucked, which we already are. Like, there's already, like, typhoons and hurricanes. Girl, we don't. Breaking records and shit, but, like, they, the earth starts getting real fucked, like, New York floods and shit, and then the president's, the president's, like, the asshole that's, like, we can't do this, you know, politics, money, blah, 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 like, we can't be changing these things, and then, so then, later on in the movie, he comes to Dennis Quaid, who's the scientist, and he's, like, what do we do about this, and he's, like, I don't know, man, you should have listened to me, like, you know, a couple years ago, because, like, we can't do anything about it now. I really think it's gonna be, like, an interstellar where we have to leave, and then we're, like... Yeah, I don't think we'll ever get to the point where we all are, like... when we recover all of the damage that we've done, I don't think we're ever going to be able to reverse yeah. it all. There's just so many fucking people that are so ignorant that they won't believe it until it's literally something is happening to them. I know. And they think like, oh, well, it's still cold here in New York, so it's not happening. It's, it's like, like actually, Donald Trump says that shit. He I says know. that. He literally says it. And it's like, you do realize that climate change is change. It's not all just warming. That's why we stopped calling it global warming. Because when you have things that are melting, they're pushing it elsewhere. So there's going to be cold fronts coming in in places that don't normally have them. Like, it's 
the world change, is warming, bitch. and then it will cause the ice age sooner than it's supposed to. That's the That's whole point. That's the whole thing. God, him and his small fucking hands. <sighs> All right, I know we get very pissed. This is definitely one of those like more amped up episodes. Yeah. Definitely. Next time we're gonna talk about our favorite plants. <laughs> well, God, next one's gonna be post election. So, oh, never mind. Let's hope it's a celebratory episode. Celebratory. Yes. All right. So, animal agriculture is responsible for sixty percent of CO two emissions. Yes. Um, just another reason to go plant based. This is just a comment. So, yeah. Yep. I mean, definitely. I, f- I feel like it said that like. I don't remember what exactly the graph said in that movie we watched, but I think it was like 60% of the land in the U.S. was dedicated to cattle production, which just blows my mind. I know. It's like just corn and cattle. Just to feed and have them do their thing or whatever they have to do. It's wild. And like we could be using that land for wind farms and solar energy and preservation of nature too, because that's important. Um, Rachel, does all the doom and gloom about climate change help, or blah, blah, blah. Rachel, does all the doom and gloom about climate change happening affect your anxiety? It definitely does mine. I know that getting informed is important and also trying to live a more eco-friendly life is important, but it's so hard when I just want to curl into a ball and freak out about it. I feel like it honestly gets you more just because... I don't think this is something that is, like, obviously, if you have anxiety, it's going to be really, like, it can be really triggering for you, but I think this is something that just causes a lot of people anxiety in general. Like, it gives me so much anxiety. Yeah. I think it's just one of those things that I wish people could just be on the same page about. That's why we wanted to make this fucking episode. You you think that, like, something that, like, has scientific basis... Would be something that we can I mean, all agree it, on. Like, we're all agreeing now that the Earth is round, right? Like, yeah. we're... In, you know what I mean? Like, can we get on that kind of level of continuity in <laughs> our mean, opinion? The fact that America is, like, retrograding on their thoughts of vaccines and thinking that they're bad... We're so stupid we and privileged. I want to... Oh, my God. Like, what? We're so lucky that we have access to vaccines. Like, we're so fucking lucky. At Are you what kidding? point in our history did we just decide we're going to stop listening to the experts experts and the specialists That's and the scientists? That's like the non-GMO, like, like healthy yeah. moms that are like, I'm not going to vax my kids because it's not natural and organic. I'd rather shove a quinoa up their nose and <laughs> then we're going to see what happens in the chia seeds. <laughs> Like, that's not going to save us from smallpox, bitch. Like, it's really Uh, not. I'm sorry. Um, Anyway, vegan diets are said to be more earth-friendly, but with everything we know about palm oil, is that really the case? It's used in many things. I mean, I look for that because I just know it's not good for you. And, like, it's usually in a lot more things that have preservatives, like if you're getting, like, frosting or sprinkles or candy, cookies, crackers, like, those kinds of things. And, honestly, I avoid a lot of, like, packaged foods. We've been making a lot of our own food lately. We're really trying to convert ourselves to, like, the freshest and, like, getting ourselves the raw ingredients and making our things ourselves so that way we can we know like what's dressing going. for example it's so simple to make dressing in a in a pasta sauce oh That's yeah pasta thing. sauce like yeah so i would just make sure like the one thing that you can do is just read the ingredients on everything yeah and just get into the habit of it it's kind of annoying but you know at least you're going to save yourself a little bit of stress if you eat something that you shouldn't or you know save the plant a little bit <laughs> How do you convince the non-believers? That's a, that's a that's a question. I ke- I feel like just tossing them the science, especially when they put it in like a documentary that's easy to digest and like really that. gets the like urgency across. 
I yeah. think that's important. It's a little bit hard to try and think of that because, like, people just aren't believing the science. They're just like, nah, I'm just not going to believe what these people who have studied this their whole life are saying. Like, I'm just not going to believe that. So what do you say to those people at that point? And it's like... <sighs> It's just showing them things like that. That's why I love that they made another documentary because the last one was an inconvenient truth. I think that was like also, really about this. The people that do Planet Earth, yeah, they because obviously they're out there in the wild, like studying so much of nature all the time for many yeah. years, and so they're literally having documentation of all of climate change. And so I heard that they were also going to be coming out with like a almost like behind the scenes of filming planet earth that's more about like the climate yeah, being destroyed awesome. and what they've witnessed like i don't know what it's going to take to convince some people because like we're literally like one of the most like things that's about to come up that will be affected is like the coral reef will die soon yeah. it'll be complete like all corals will be bleached and like this is being tossed around so much. And that so changes much. the whole ecosystem of the ocean, which changes the ecosystem of the, the planet. Like, yeah. In between that and the bees, like two things uh, that we bees. are all talking about and like people still aren't convinced. And just because they're also like, not doing anything. It's like, I feel like nobody does anything about any of these things. They're just like, oh yeah, like the bees are dying. Huh? That sucks. It's like, yeah, but we're not going to have food in a minute yeah. if the bees actually do die. Like we're hearing so, about these things and like people still just don't want to fucking care because they're like, oh, what do bees or the coral bees reef? Bees are annoying. Buzz, buzz. I got stung in fucking camp. Like, I don't even no. like seeing the coral reef. I'm not going to Australia. So what do I yeah, care? Yeah, I like, like the mountains. I like to snowboard. I'd never bleach a coral, you know, like get that like, bitch some Olaplex. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to take to convince some people. Yeah. All right. So I got a couple of like advice-y type of questions, if you okay. know what I'm saying. Um, so you can submit these to our website, which is coffeewithcrachel.net. There's a little contact thing, and it just sends it right to our email. So it's super chill for yes. us. Um, so this says, hello, Chris, Rachel, and the Chunks. Hope you all are doing good. I just started my first year at university, and I could use some advice. I have social anxiety, which is hella inconvenient because I'm en I'm in engineering and there's a lot of group work. It's also affecting my friend situation. I have a few friends, but none that I'm super close with, so I don't like asking them to hang out because I get paranoid that they secretly don't like me. I, I love this, <laughs> this disorder. <laughs> Yo, me. Um, that being said, you can imagine my horror when I realize everyone is starting to look for houses with their friends for next year. I find it terrifying to ask my friends to hang out for one night, so how the heck am I supposed to find the courage to ask them to live with me for the next three years most of them have already started to pair off with other people so asking would make me feel as though i was inviting myself into their living situation any advice on how to go about this i don't want to be a homeless bin show next year thanks in advance i love your show please hug school and lila for me mm. i feel like i had this anxiety too because i was i the friends that i was friends with when i was going into an apartment i knew that they were like people that i didn't think were going to be good to live with yeah and they were kind of like the obligation like friends yeah. you know because you just met them when you first got here it's always really uncomfortable i think if you're involved in like i would try to find friends honestly in your major to live with too because then you can all study together for shit i feel like it's really good to live with people that are taking the same classes as you because it's just really helpful yeah you can share textbooks then and shit mm -hmm. you know and all Get that kind homework of stuff. help you know oh man i don't know what's going on in this question you know you can just pop over to your like your roommate's room and be like yo yeah but i think like a chill way to bring it up is just kind of be like so anybody like Who's excited to get out of the dorms? You yeah. feel me? You know what I mean? Like, bringing up, like, leaving the dorms and then seeing, like, if anybody's going to, like, divulge, like, what their plans are. Yeah. I think that's a good way to break the ice. Mm -hmm. Just, like, 
just anybody that you feel like you can get along with in your major or yeah. like people that you're or in, in a group that you're in like if you're in like yeah. a music club or some shit same yeah any of those type of groups that you're in a lot because you lived with another meteorology major and that was nice yeah. because you guys had class together yeah. and you could share books and stuff yeah it was convenient well good luck it's always yeah. just fun to get out of the dorms in general and i get you about like the social anxiety part of it you know mm-hmm so we have another question here from our website and it says, Hey guys, I love listening to the podcast. It always makes my day so much better. I have two questions and I was wondering if you guys had any opinions on them or advice. My first one being about veganism. I'm not vegan or vegetarian, but since there are a lot of people who are, I kind of feel pressured about my eating choices sometimes. Whether it's from peers or social media, I feel like certain people can be very pushy about it and I know a handful of people who have acted very rude about it. I respect it, I, I respect it, especially its outcome for the environment and I know that not everyone is pushy about it or trying to pressure people into the lifestyle i'm 17 and i've had really bad past eating issues and even though i'm doing far better now i feel like some people will still put pressure on being vegan i was wondering if you guys have any opinions on that because i know people that have said that they don't care about how someone's physical or mental health affects their eating and that being vegan is the answer to everything damn yeah i definitely see that especially online yeah like that's why I hope that we're not coming across like, oh my god, everybody listens. Everybody that listens to this show, you have to be vegan now, or you have to like cut out dairy, or you have to not eat meat in general. Like, yeah. no, I think you guys can. You're, you know, you're all your own person. I think you can make. Yeah, we're your- just given like some information, and you know, you do with it what you will. And like one, at the end of the day, like my diet is mine. It's what I eat and consume. And if like there's a day where I actually just felt like eating something that wasn't vegan, I'm going to fucking do it. And am I like a terrible person? No. I like the fact that my choices right now are helping the environment and also helping my energy and other things that I'm finding positive. But I know that it's not everybody can eat the exact same thing. You know what I mean? Like that's so stupid. So I think that the people that put a lot of pressure on other people and make them feel bad, there's like this call out culture. It's like, oh, you just uploaded a recipe video to YouTube and it wasn't vegan. Like you're a horrible human being. You're ruining the planet. Like I do not believe that. I think that's I think bullshit. That like for people who are vegetarian or vegan and like you're trying to, you know, convince other people to Switch take that over. lifestyle, like it's a much better Knowledge. way. Like, instead of being, like, antagonistic and being, like, you're fucking terrible for eating that How steak. How can you sleep at night? Yeah, like, that just, like, it automatically automatically is combative. And that, like, is just going to make the other person be defensive. Like, exactly. automatically. Recede. And, like, instead, it's, the- like, sharing really good things like you know sharing a recipe making a meal for somebody that is showing you how easy you can cook how creative you can cook vegan how accessible it can be like i always had the understanding that it was really expensive and there are some things that are more expensive but me not buying meat and replacing it with like grain and dried beans actually cost me less and like i didn't realize that until someone pointed that out or i think the most effective was any videos that i had seen about veganism in framing it around how much water you save how much energy you save how much co2 you save and those types of facts really were like wow that makes me want to help also and i think that's a better way to get people to change and also just having to know that like we're all so different we all have different lives different health problems different just access things that we're interested in and like you can't expect the entire population of the planet to do the exact same thing and you're not a bad person if you are having different choices it's just like 
some people don't want to or can't and you know we can't change everybody's mind but if you cut back just the tiniest bit just yeah. know that you're helping you know the environment a little but nobody has to do everything 100% perfect either yeah. i think putting We're not a lot perfect. of yeah. i think like i right now i'm in a really good spot with my body and my food yes. but like if i had tried to do something like this like when i had really bad self esteem problems when it comes to my body and my diet i could have easily gone a route that would have been really unhealthy with this and putting a lot of, and if I had people like yelling at me, if I ate something that wasn't vegan, I think that would, that could have crushed me in a point where I was feeling vulnerable, putting so much stress on food, which I love food. It's an enjoyable thing for me. I still, (laughs) yeah, like I still, I'm going to watch food network and not expect everything to be vegan. And I'm still going to like try food when I travel or go new places. And if they're not vegan, it's like, okay, that was just one day where I had something like, oh my God, I'm not going to die because of it. (laughs) Like it's not the end of the world, you know? But I just think putting so much stress on something like food can be really toxic to people. And so some people are really just not ready to make that decision. And also not everybody has to. I'm sorry. I would love more people to because it is going to help the planet, but you don't have to do it. Like it's no one has to do anything, especially when it comes to your food and your diet and your own life choices. Like you're all adults. You can just make your own choices. Yeah. You know, just be conscious about what you're buying. That's all. Exactly. Even just like avoiding some ingredients that you know, like palm oil or, you know, fucking corn syrup. Just things that are packaged in a lot of shit, too, you know? Yeah. Like we said before, stuff like that. And hey, there's plenty of vegan foods that are also hurting the planet. Like I know almond milk production, like, also is doing a bunch of shit to our planet. And, you know, it's not all peaches on the vegan side of the Yeah, world. like they're like, not saints just because, yeah. And that's why I don't really even consider myself that because I know that, like, just because I'm eating this way most of the time doesn't mean that I can't also try some shit. Yeah. And, like, I know that, like, vegans have a stereotype of being just, like, the bitter vegan. You know what I mean? I don't like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. just, that, just that, share that, recipes, man. That comes out of that, like, you have to do this now or you're terrible mindset. Yeah. That's where that comes from. And, like, if we could change the way that we talk, like, talk about, about it, it. Yeah. I think more people will come over if you change. If, you just, if you're less aggressive. Because, like, I'm not. If somebody, like, comes in already yelling, I'm like, I just turn it off. I'm like, bye. I don't want to listen to this. But if you come at me with, like, a really positive video about, like, hey, if you stop eating meat one day, here's exactly what you did to the planet. And it's like, wow, that's yeah. great. I would love to do that. If you just day. share a fucking really lit meal that's vegan with somebody, be like, yo, that was vegan. Like, that's the best. Or cooking way. for your friends that aren't vegan, but you, like, just make a vegan dish and they're like wow this is fucking delicious i didn't realize vegan food could be good because some people literally just don't know they just think it's like just you eating iceberg lettuce heads like yeah rabbit food and all that like honestly i don't have a lot of salads nope and was there another question in that email no i think we're good oh wait just kidding there was at the end it was about the chunks i believe sorry (laughs) oh a chunk question we can't leave that out yeah um if you and it's just if you and the chunks were characters from stranger things who would you guys be oh my god um squeezy is the demogorgon (laughs) uh squeezy is the demogorgon or um hopper oh no 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 i would say 11 yeah he stares and he's very like he's a little bit more vocal than 11 but i don't know uh lila Lila is um oh my god what's his face with the the curly hair and the hat oh yeah I forgot all their names yeah I like, know <laughs> Jesus Christ who's missing his front Dustin teeth. Dustin yeah 
And I, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm what's her face, the mom. Uh, I'm Will's mom because I would be like sobbing. Yeah, yeah. And losing my mind, honestly. And then I will be Will. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, he's like the nerd little kid. Yeah, he is a nerd. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So that's perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's the show, bitch. Hopefully yeah. it wasn't as aggravating as... I feel like we were definitely... It's more of a tense episode. <laughs> yeah, so... I can't not talk about this and be, like, a little fired up, I feel. Yeah. I want to be talking about this, like, everyone... I'm sure this is not going to be the last episode that we do on this. Because, yeah. like, I want to be continually talking about the things that need to be talked about. Yeah, and like, I want to last... continue to change other... Like, take little things that I'm doing and even continue to be more environmentally friendly with my choices. Because I know I'm not doing everything perfect. Yeah. And you know? Talking about all the things that should be changed is the best thing. Like, last week we did all the LGBT plus stuff. And that was... Yeah, I love doing that episode. Well, I'll definitely do more of that. Yeah, definitely. We just got to keep talking about all of these different things. And that's the best way to get the knowledge out there. And please vote. Yes, vote, vote, vote. November eighth, make Tuesday. your plans now. Like, get a group together, man. Have a party about it. Like, make, make it exciting. Make it a fun event. Yeah. Go with a group if you don't want to be intimidated. Like, just get the fuck out there and vote, please. Yes, please. All right, so let's get into binge time for the rest of you guys. Thanks for having a. We didn't have any coffee, but thanks for having a tense conversation with us. Yeah, we have no clinky either. So clink. clunk. <laughs> All right, so we don't even have a topic or anything, so we're just going to go Dive in. in. So we've got Nicole Dowling, who is... Dialing the operator, 911. <laughs> what? Kate Convery is having a conversation Her... with a friend about the climate. Yes. Kayla Harding is uh, finding it not too hard to have some vegan pancakes. Cool. Sarah Booth prefers a booth over a table but wouldn't mind <laughs> as long as they get to sit down now allison sense is, is sensing some disruptions with their phone service <laughs> emma corbeal is uh likes to have a phone with a cord nice it's just classics Heather Ann is wearing a Heather Gray sweatshirt and is feeling comfy. <laughs> Sloan Fuller um, is full of surprises this evening. Wow, Sloan, you're really pulling out all the stops. Megan Rackley. It's racking up bells and Animal Crossing binge. Oh, shit, you're doing that after this? Bailey, yeah. <laughs> Bailey Lynn is... That Lindor truffle guy. Oh, yeah, you're just swirling that chocolate with that whisk. Looking sensual. <laughs> Sloan Nolan is uh paying off a loan on a new car beautiful alicia schreiner is it, making a shrine to chris's corn cob oh my god i would love that <laughs> i don't even know what that means but I <laughs> jackie, jackie goldfarb, goldfarb jinx is um trying to get the gold bug catching badge in animal crossing <laughs> sammy jessam um is saying yesum to, to jess <laughs> Yeah, in, in Gilmore Girls, I almost said an Animal Crossing. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Angelica Feliz is um, putting some gel nail polish on. Oh, whoa! Jackie Burkhart is uh, in Eric Foreman's basement. You know, making out with Hyde. Oh, uh, that's like <laughs> oh my god! Remember Fez? Like, was not. Oh god! Madison Greer is going on vacation to Madison, Wisconsin. Beautiful. Sasha, Sasha Smith. Smith is smithing 
knives uh, because knives. you were actually our neighbor. God, please don't do that. Avery Labelson is uh, Avery One's favorite label maker. <laughs> Daisy Blossom Dottie is, is spraying some Daisy by Mark Jacobs. <laughs> okay. uh, Corey Springfield is getting a nice spring salad mix. Ooh, Margarita is um, going to Marks Mark. and Spencer's, as the British people say. I still don't know what that store is, but I, <laughs> I hear you can go there. Nicole Allen is uh, just admiring Ted Allen in this episode of Chopped. Ilka is getting some Wilkshire. That's a place. Is going to Wilkshire. It's going Wilkshire. to Wilkshire. Wilkshire. I don't know. I'm trying to say anything other than silk. Rebecca O'Donnell is singing Old MacDonald Had a Farm. Becca, Becca, Boo. <laughs> um, Allison Frank Coy is frankly over this podcast and is moving on to Roommate Pod. <laughs> Anna Hernandez is... Uh, desperate to, to find a download for Desperate Housewives. Oh my god. Ian Murphy. Oh my god, Ian. <laughs> is Ian Sommerhalder sadly holding his daylight ring... And weeping. <laughs> Vlyn and Drew are... I saw Vlyn's fucking cosplay and damn Ben, she looked great. Yeah. Um, um, Vlyn and Drew are... are... watching Drew Carey on The Price is Right. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> okay. Mackenzie Knight loves listening to this podcast at night. Annie Wynn is... Winning uh, a match of Mario Kart. That's a feat. Mariah Hanna... Is, is the bump in Google searches for Mariah Carey's uh, Christmas. Christmas shit. Yep. You know, all for Christmas. That was not. That was really. That, that was, was me trying to like get it in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Grilly is, is grilling Rachel about the lyrics to yeah. Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is Squoo. There it is. Chloe Killip is um, looking for a four-leaf clover because they just need some luck right now. Cat Valeos is parking at the fucking mall using valet. Ooh, fancy. Bougie. Emily Lewis is admiring how good Emily Gilmore looks in Gilmore Girls. So real, though. She's the most beautiful woman. Yep. Beth Fonseca is being like, can I have a second? Chill. <laughs> you know, leave Beth alone. <laughs> Jax is getting the axe on this show, bitch. You're out. <laughs> no. You're in. Ash Roselle is um, just pruning a rose bush, if you know what I mean. Yeah, watch out for those thorns. Megan Wilson is a big fan of the Wilson brothers. Okay. Sarah Seaman is seeing eye to eye with me about my opinion of Hedwig. <laughs> Becca Jansen is... Janis Joplin. Just You are just Janis Joplin. All right. Can't explain it. Cassandra Lee is... Leaving the country as soon as she, she, the election is gone. over. You know you're what I'm gone. saying? Emma Nigren is um, is having some Nyquil because you got a little cold. Aww. Sorry. Amanda Marie is um, is manning the light booth at some sort of like play. Oh, you're that one person that's always running audio the and audio. Yep. <laughs> Jackie Brigulio 
is is Jackson Avery in Grey's Anatomy just looking good. Oh my god, honestly. <laughs> uh, Danielle Manus is... A praying mantis. Mantis. Just buzzing around. Yeah. I don't know what praying mantises do. Manti? <laughs> Michelle North. Um, is actually South, in my opinion. Yeah, you're more of a South. <laughs> Bridget Dubin is dubbing over the show with... Their own show (laughs) that they run. Remember, Bridget Dubin is the one that uh, they are working with somebody. You guys showed this in our Twitter mentions. Yeah, you guys, you you got recognized. You're the Bridget Dubin (laughs) from the end of Coffee with Rachel, someone said. Which Uh, I love, personally. Caitlin Whalen is wailing over how hot the earth's getting. Let's not. Let's cool her off. Sandra Buckout is living in Bucks County, PA, and oh, hates it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Cody Robinson is... Um, is a uh, Robin's Egg Blue. What? <laughs> Just, I love that sing-song sh- twist on that. Nice jazz twist. Jenna Gordonier is, you know, let's go back to Gordonier Hall at Millersville University. You're having a nice meal there. Jennifer Cornwell is saying, well, corn couldn't taste any better. <laughs> You're so right. My Elizabeth. My oh my. <laughs> How the tables have turned, my Elizabeth. <laughs> Courtney Hall is... In the hall. Is the hall monitor. Yeah. Jade Goshi is... Is playing Yoshi in oh, Mario Kart. Good one. <laughs> Kelly Adams is... Adding up the number of times we've ever said robust in the podcast. Ishbel Mendez is getting ready to sing some jingle bells because Christmas is coming. Courtney White is... Dreaming of a white Christmas. You guys tell, we're in the mood. I was literally singing Christmas songs yesterday and like, who am I? Megan McNally is going to a Hillary Clinton rally. Whoa. Ooh. Camellia Malky is one of those mall walkers. Ah. Dana Daly is joining Camellia Daly for the mall walk. Amazing. And <laughs> Chloe Archer is arching their back in a stretch to prepare for the Daily Mall Walk. Oh my god, the Bincho Mall Walks. <laughs> oh, honestly, that Oh my so god, fun. Skylar Medley. Um, you're looking up to the sky and thinking, wow, is that a cloud? <laughs> I think it is. Angela Sue is... Suing Chris for saying like too much. No, I would do that. <laughs> Hillary Gay is in, no longer no. enjoying Hillshire Farms Go Meat. Yeah, just go not. <laughs> Jennifer Habgood is, is having a good afternoon. Good. <laughs> Haley, Haley Cadwalder is... Jinx, you owe wow. me a almond milk. <laughs> like, what do you say now? Is just perpetually looking for Haley's Comet. Good luck, bitch. Marlene Naj. You're thinking, you know. Nah. I gotta lean on my friends at this moment in time. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Christina <laughs> Contreras. Well, oh, Contrer, this podcast is not their favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Madison Wolf is... Um, Howling like a wolf because you just stubbed your toe. Yes. Ow. Elizabeth Holbrook is just loves the words babbling brook. You know, I love it when brooks are babbling. Me too, honestly. Aaron Bray is bravely going to Target on Black Friday. Oh my god, that is brave. Something else. Bridget Carey Davis is... Carrying a lot of um, 
weight in their upper back right now and needs massage. Oh my god, I would love one. Talia Miller. Is so tall that we can't even fucking keep up. (laughs) (laughs) Catherine Simpson is just simply looking a wonderful Christmas time. Yeah. Taco Roach is um, actually a Chaco Taco. Oh. And wow, do you remember those? (laughs) And I still find them delicious. Uh, Allie McGregor. Is actually um, Al's Pancake World. Oh my god, international. You're the owner. Yeah. You're Al. (laughs) Megan Prius is really... Oh, is really glad that they brought a Prius, you know, energy. I always forget that they're electric. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kendall Berg is thinking, we won't have icebergs if we keep this shit up. Yeah, that's right, Kendall. Claire Wood is saying... Stop chopping we, this wood. Yeah, chop, stop chopping down the woods. Anthony Hood is, is... thinking, let's buy locally sourced hoodies. Okay, sounds good. And Rachel Evans... Is thinking, eventually, we're all going to be on Mars. That's... A, where I'm going. Yeah, me too. Okay, the other bean sponsors, let's just keep going. Sylvia Ehrlichman Gross. We got Allie Malone. Stephanie Oliver. And Rose Barnett. Alright, thank you guys so much for supporting the show and putting up with our shit. You and know, just listening to that's us. That's all get a really sham. We didn't have the coffee. I think the three cups of coffee that I had enough. What? <laughs> you know, I think they were enough for this conversation. It's so dark yeah. in here. Honestly, it's it, five twenty-five, and yo, it looks like yeah. it's nine thirty. Last night was falling back an hour, which I still hate that we do that in America because everybody else is like, "What the fuck?" But like, why do we fall back in so many ways? If you think about yeah, it, yeah, it's true. In so many ways. Uh, All right, guys, we'll see you later. Yeah, we'll see you post-election. Bye. Bye. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>